important. Hi there, I'm welcome back. So folks, what I have for you in this Trump in handcuffs, question mark. And it entails three defeats of old Donnie. He didn't just lose once. He didn't lose just twice. He lost three times. Each time more fantastic than the last. And it culminates, guys, in Jean Carroll scoring a historic Yay. in her defamation. Nail him, Jean. And if you don't believe me, Fuck that just look motherfucking at serial rapist. And it'll tell you that he has taken one of his biggest legal losses yeah. in months, if not throughout Good. his entire life. But this is connected, guys, to a broad theme for Trump, which is his inability to keep his big fat mouth shut, hurting him in legal cases, sometimes with things he's just said, but also with his past coming back to haunt him, because nothing haunts Donald Trump like the words of Donald Trump from like five years ago, and that's something that continues to build. Let's start with the fact that his legal team is crumbling right now under all of these cases, which leaves him even weaker to all of the onslaught that's about to fall upon him. Nah. The violence, again on his TV set, the most violent parts he would sit there and revel in. Well, everybody called him. His family, his aides, his lawyers, everybody begged him to call off the violence. And he refused to do so. So lots of luck with that. <laughs> in a, in a, a civil court case, and Sam Stein, of course, I know you're not a lawyer, but you can play one on TV. Sure. Obviously, the thing with the civil lawsuit is the standard is so much lo lower. This is yet one more legal uh, headache for Donald Trump. Well, yes, 100% agree with that. Um, I think you have to consider this in the broad context of the myriad different cases that he is dealing with, both from his time in office, uh, his actions around the uh, certification of the election, the recounts uh, in various states, and, the stolen and of course his business empire uh, up in New York, which is uh, again under scrutiny, legal scrutiny. That is, you know, this is just such a not weird to mention the fucking treason and sabotage, uh, espionage uh, charges, it's a diversion of resources for him uh he's had to hire so many different lawyers it's very difficult to actually <laughs> keep track of who's covering what uh, it's also very difficult for him to find lawyers uh, <laughs> and of course if you're running for president uh you're just having to wait for the next shoe to drop on any of these fronts it, it could be something having to do with the, the retention of documents from his time in the white house right uh there are just so many different cases and you know in a weird perverse way it, you can make the case that it, it could help trump it could rally his most loyal I we flush him. Put him in fucking prison, bitches. This is not something you want to have to deal with when you're trying to win the presidency. Right, that's the issue. If you can just say, look, it's, it's Merrick Garland, or look, it, it, it's just, you know, Georgia going after. No, I mean, it's coming from so many different directions. And Jonathan Lemire, it, it seems... Uh, it, it well, it's just quite something to see a man who has gotten away with cutting corners, gotten away with lying, got it, got away with cheating, gotten away with stiffing contractors, gotten away with constantly uh, thinking that he's above the law. That all of this seems to be coming together. We've seen the slow build up over years, 
But all of this seems to be coming together, and I've got to say, we went over the list yesterday. I can't what figure the fucking out charges? what causes yeah. the most immediate threat to him. Georgia certainly is a problem, as we said yesterday, because he's got the, the perfect phone call, the perfect phone call for prosecutors. <laughs> uh, and then you look at the document case in Mar-a-Lago. Is it the clear. perfect phone call the to lock him up? And obstructed an investigation. Obstructed an investigation. That's a slam dunk for anybody. Anybody else would be in jail by now. Uh, the Stormy Daniels payoff money uh, a couple of days before the election uh, that was funneled uh, through different channels. Uh, any member of Congress would be in jail for that. I mean, we could go down the list. And then you have the civil lawsuit. You have what's coming in New York State adding for the, on the civil side in this business. This is great. And, I and, now, and now you have these cases, which, man, you get a family Lord, member of a Sid. cop. Uh, <laughs> Who, who got the hell beaten out of him? Hmm. I'm continuing. Who, who got the hell beaten out of him? On on. How do I um? On, on Capitol Hill on January the 6th. And you look at the document case in Mar-a-Lago, it's very clear the guy lied through his teeth. And you look at... Okay, I'm just going to share it uh, as a post. Uh... All of the criminal cases Trump is having to deal with right now, exclamation point, LOL. Smiley face. Popcorn. And... On, on Capitol Hill on January the 6th, the fucking charges, was sitting by the in way. the Oval Office and people were begging for him to stop the violence and he refused. And So you can see there, like there's literally 
like it, it's difficult for media, for commentators, for analysts to follow what's going on. But it's also difficult for Trump and his team. There's too many cases. The cases are very different. They're in different jurisdictions. He doesn't have a big enough team. Some of his lawyers are constantly shifting around. Some of them are leaving permanently. Some of them are being replaced. Some of them are being downgraded or upgraded. It's a sign of a legal mess and it's not the kind of stability and consistency you need to win very complicated cases remember it's not just that trump is facing a bunch of cases because i'm sure that before he entered politics uh you know he running a big company you're always facing legal issues right like it's just it's part of doing a multi-billion dollar business but they're all related to like corporate stuff right right now trump has like the same lawyers working on corporate stuff constitutional stuff criminal stuff, civil stuff, some at the local level, some at the state level, some at the Supreme Court, at the appeals court level. All of these are very different things, and Trump's team is unready for it. And just as this happened, we're going to get to the Gene Carroll stuff, but the case was a very similar theme, which is that he is no longer immune to his words of as president being used in civil cases and that comes at a deeply devastating time for him and this correct connects directly to the gene carroll case because in effect his remarks about carroll were also made during the presidency point and have also in large part lost immunity these two cases can't really be separated dc circuit wherein it said the following no part of a president's responsibilities includes the incitement of imminent private violence thereby squarely rejecting Trump's claim of absolute immunity for the lawsuit <laughs> brought by police officers and members of Congress surrounding January 6. So what does this mean? Now that those plaintiffs, those police officers, those members of Congress can sue the former president, move forward with the litigation over what happened during the insurrection. Katie, this is a blockbuster, and the decision could not be more important or come at a worse time for Donald Trump. You're uh -huh. talking about someone who is looking forward to 2024 and trying to, as you were just talking about in your last segment, mount another challenge to Joe Biden for be, to be president again. And mm -hmm. now he has to potentially deal with lawsuits from Capitol Police officers as well as Congress people who Lawsuit feel like he put them in danger with his rhetoric around January 6th and what happened. It also makes the results of the January 6th uh, committee as as well as the January 6th investigation from the DOJ paramount in terms of establishing liability when you're connecting what Donald Trump knew, what Donald Trump said and did not say to stop or to uh, enable violence on the Capitol on January 6th. So this is a big, big blow to Donald Trump and significant news because it opens the proverbial floodgates for lawsuits. Now, the yeah. downside to this is while there may be a significant political strain that comes from this and also the stain on reputation that does further damage to Donald Trump, I don't necessarily know that a victory in court is going to yield much money in terms of them being able to collect or whatever judgment they will ultimately be able to get. I'm not so much worried about the judgment, although I would love these plaintiffs to get money, right? I'm interested in the discovery process. Very quickly, I got less than a minute, Charles. With the fact that these lawsuits can move forward and Trump can have no immunity from these lawsuits at this point, tell me about what you, the discovery is going to look like. I mean, could we expect even more depositions of Donald Trump on a multiple basis? I think we could, Katie, and that would be huge. I think that not only would we expect... Last chance for all seniors. 
This may be your last chance to qualify for this incredible $0 cost dental package. What a burn, what Some a cut, stick figure up your butt. Depositions of Donald Trump, but we would see more depositions of Mark Meadows. We'd see more depositions of all of the key players around January 6th, including Rudy Giuliani and some others. And I think that we may end up getting some additional... In addition to a very fine-tooth comb review of everything that we've seen already from the January 6th investigation, as well as potentially something that we may get from the DOJ. So that really underlines how this is the, the biggest blow. The, these cases are awfully timed for Trump. The Carroll case and the Capitol Hill police officers and some Congress people and others <laughs> suing Trump because they not only are going to cost them a ton of money, obviously, but it sets up a scenario where all of these cases are going to be happening as he runs towards president. The Gene Carroll case is, is, is he's just not crushed in it right now. But all of these cases are going to slow build throughout 2023 into 2024. And God forbid, even if he becomes president again, he won't have immunity in these civil cases because it's already been applied that he doesn't. Like, the reality, guys, is that this is going to be devastating for him. We have to get to what Jean Carroll just did, though, how she scored a massive victory. And it's actually less about what Carroll did and more about the desperate move of Trump. Because, again, remember, Donald Trump's biggest enemy in any case isn't the person across the aisle, the isn't law. the person suing him or charging it's him the or the itself. person that he's suing or whatever. His biggest enemy is always his own words coming back to bite him. Yeah, and in this case, mouth. Donald Trump has just admitted that he is his own worst witness and that his move, which was, is failing to try and hide evidence, shows Gene Carroll has scored a big victory in building a successful case. I just want to read you some reporting because it I connects to one of the bombshell pieces of evidence that Trump is trying to hide but won't be allowed to. And it says here, according to the Daily Beast, in a legal memo to a federal judge on Friday, defense lawyers wrote that Trump's 2005 comments, when you're a star, they let you do it, you can do anything, grab them by the P word, are entirely distinct from any accusation that he, you know, did what he did to Carol. And it says the attorneys continued uh, by asserting that the tape does not share any unique characteristics to this case or demonstrate a modus operandi or pattern of misconduct. Here, the actions described on the tape bear little resemblance to the actions that allegedly took place in or around 1995. They also complain that Carroll's attorneys are trying to attempt to convert this trial into a referendum on Trump's character and distract the jury. He, he, guys, the Carol, Carol's just bopped him here. She has crushed him here because the fact that he even has to make this argument, which again will fail because he's made similar arguments like this before and they failed every time, is, is, is a sign that he's very weak. He knows he has to hide the tape because it makes him look guilty. It makes him look terrible. And it's directly relevant in my view. Donald Trump, what he did to Carol, I believe, but what he allegedly did, but what I feel he did to Carol um, in the like 90s that. was based on this idea when you're a star and Donald Trump was famous in 1995 and certainly saw himself as famous in 1995 as this, you know, billionaire guy and all over the media and all that rich man, blah, blah, blah. When you're a star, they let you do it. You just go and do it. You grab them by the keyword, right? Like it's the same kind of entitlement to women that could create this scenario that's very similar to what happened with Gene Carroll. And I think it's obviously relevant to any legal case. Now, 
in and of itself, of course, it isn't proof. Like, if that's the only evidence you had, that wouldn't be proof. Just because he said something vile in 2005 doesn't mean he did something vile in 1995. But if you're setting up a pattern, especially in a civil case where it's not about proof beyond a reasonable doubt, but building, you know, probable cause, you know, preponderance of evidence, I think it's directly relevant. All this shows, guys, that Donald Trump is his own biggest enemy his team is falling apart, and the fact that they're trying to hide one of the most famous quotes Donald Trump has ever made, for better or for worse, shows that they've already lost. Attention, this is an important announcement for those on Medicare. If what you are a an burn, eligible... what a cut, stick your finger up your butt.
and they should have an FDA warning label at the bottom of whatever he says, because he does not believe this. And now they have finally met their match by going after Dominion, and ha who had their business destroyed, who's not going to take it, who's lifted up the, the window, put their head out of it, and yelled, we're not going to take it anymore. And they have, and they're now going to bring Fox News Dominion. to its knees. Although I have not been, I want to hear your comment. I have not seen a change in their editorial approach since all of these emails have come out at all, not one. So, you know, a lot of times, and I'm sure the Dominion lawyers are watching it too, because they, they can point that out to the jury. That look, even after all of this came out, here's a clip from two days ago and Tucker Carlson going after somebody else. This is a unhinged organization. And there's one other comment I'll make. I have a lot of negative things in general to say about Roger Ailes, who had to leave the the, uh, the network in disgrace because of sex sex uh, sex attacks, sex crimes, and, and the Me Too movement. But one thing he was very good at was keeping control over the uh, anchors, uh, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, um, uh, and the like, and threading that needle, walking that fine line to make sure they didn't go and drink all the Kool-Aid and go completely over to the other side. Roger Ailes has been gone for a long, long, a long, long time. Rupert Murdoch can't serve that role. Lachlan Murdoch can't serve that role. And the president of, of television over there is obviously no Roger Ailes. This is all because Roger Ailes has been gone and the inmates are running the asylum again. The one editorial change that I've seen is they've kind of done a light shadow ban, if you will, of Donald Trump. They don't have Donald Trump directly on the program. They're promoting DeSantis over Donald Trump, which is infuriating Donald Trump. Um, they did not cover Donald Trump going to East Palestine. They're not covering CPAC. They are still spreading lies and disinformation um, regarding lots of other topics with equally disastrous consequences attacking the fibers of our democracy every day. I do think the one editorial change that they've made, however, is specifically as it's related to Donald Trump. Now, Donald, before you move on, did you Tucker Carlson just three days ago said that one of the reasons we have a transgender problem in America is because Joe Biden is too old to be president and it reflects a decaying society that allows for the issues that we have. I mean, do you, this is this is on and, and, and what, 10 years from now or whatever that the replacement for Rupert Murdoch is going to say. But that's those guys. That's not Fox. Well, you know, the, 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 to my point, they are still saying hateful, discriminatory, spreading conspiracy theories about Biden relentlessly every single day in service of DeSantis. That's the one that they want to anoint to try to help their oligarchical ambitions of being state-run media in a non-democracy country. That That's ultimately their final aim. But, you know, you even see Donald Trump basically going after Rupert Murdoch. And I don't want to read the full post, but you've got Donald Trump saying, why is Rupert Murdoch throwing his anchors under the table, which also happens to be killing his case and infuriating his viewers who will again be leaving in droves? They already are. And I think what Trump meant here, because he said put some other posts, is 
throwing his anchors under the bus, like his news anchors under the bus. But it's also a Freudian slip because he engages in so much under the table <laughs> transactions. Right. So that's a phrase. That's right. So so it's a a, a complete uh, it's a complete uh, fusion of all of the deranged things that are in his mind. And, and one final point I'll make though to to the point that you made though about Murdoch. Oh, you know, when I read a lot of the, the filing, Murdoch does try to wiggle out of the questions. The problem that he confronted, all of this is in text messages and emails. And so what the Dominion lawyer brilliantly does at the outset of these depositions is basically train the witness. Do not lie. Do not lie. Why not? Because I'm just going to show you a document that's going to show that you just lied. So your first lie, okay, the Dominion, pro the Dominion lawyers probably have 50 binders. And the deposition can be an easy one where they don't even need to use the binders because the answers are going to be truthful. Or, okay, you want to play it that way. You know, and this is what I've done in my depositions. Okay, let's pull out the binders. Let's go through your messages. Let's go through your emails. And we go one by one. And inevitably what happens once the witness learns that, oh, crap, you've done your homework. You've read all of my text messages. The witness then goes, all right, yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. We still have a lot to discuss on this episode of Legal AF, including the Department of Justice's uh, brief that they just filed at the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals describing absolute immunity, the contours of it, and most importantly, Donald Trump, you ain't getting it. The Court of Appeals still has to rule, but a powerful filing indeed by the Department of Justice. We just have one quick commercial break. Let's throw to it right now. And now let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Green Chef. Green Chef has expanded their menu. Now choose from 30 recipes weekly with the option to mix and match meals from different dietary preferences in the same box without changing yeah, your plan. Geez, this means on. you can order vegan one day and then keto the next. Green Chef is the Fuck number off, one meal kit for eating well <laughs> with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Bring more flavor to your table this spring with Green Chef's wholesome elevated recipes featuring seasonal organic Fuck produce off, and unique farm fresh ingredients. Eat well without having to sacrifice taste. Also, Green Anyway, so uh, thanks for our almost 72. Um, thousand listens. I'm going to publish this. Midas Touch Legal AF exclamation point Dominion case comma E. Jean Carroll civil rape case V. Trump question mark he's going down exclamation point ha 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 hashtag arrest Trump now For her. All right, I'm gonna publish that now. So my other part, uh, podcast.
Thank you, that's a blue song. Um, so it starts out with um, a drum beat like that song. That song. Um, you know how it starts out with a strong, uh, maybe I could sample that, that drum. You know. And, um, uh, So that's how my blues song starts. And then it's the key. And uh, maybe some some uh, some guitar. Like electric guitar. And maybe even bass too. Okay, so I'm still Welcome back to my podcast. Thank you for, what, 72K on my other podcast and a couple hundred on this new podcast. And my name's Trista and I'm a modest touch producer. Shout out to KAMP, student radio at the University of Arizona. And KPYT, Pasquayaki, Jam Radio, Jam Radio. On the res with Trista Show, Jam Radio, Jam Radio. I'm an eligible American and living in Florida. Jam Radio. I'm Donald Trump handcuffed in court. Um, uh, what is this? Uh, I was trying to back up. This is great. Okay. Kind of a summary of all the um, cases, law case, legal cases. Overwhelming Trump right now. Again, <laughs> on his TV set, the most violent parts, he would sit there and revel in. Well, yeah. everybody called him. He loved his it. His family, his aides, his lawyers, everybody begged him to call the violence yeah, and he refused to do so so lots of luck with that in a in a, a civil court case and sam stein of course charges, i know you're not a lawyer but you can play one on tv sure. obviously the thing with the civil lawsuit is a standard is so much lo- lower this is yet one more legal uh headache Trouble for donald radio. trump well yes 100 percent agree with that um I think you have to consider this in the broad context of the myriad different cases that he is dealing with, both from his time in office, uh, his actions around the uh, certification of the election, the recounts uh, in various states, and of course his business empire uh, up in New York, which is uh, again under scrutiny, legal scrutiny that is. You know, this is just such a weird posture or position for someone to launch into a presidential uh, campaign. Uh, it's a diversion of resources for him. Uh, he's had to hire so many different lawyers, it's very difficult to actually keep track of who's covering what. Uh, it's also very difficult for him to find lawyers. Yep. Uh, and of course, if you're running for president, uh, you're just having to wait for the next shoe to drop on any of these fronts. It could be something mm. having to do 
with the, the, the textual documents from his time in the White House, right? Uh, there right. is just so many different cases. And, Mega, you know, in a weird perverse way, it, you can make yeah. the case that it, it could help Trump. It could rally his most loyal uh, fans, the base behind him. I certainly think that's what they believe, uh, that, you know, the Republican Party will look at this as an unfair attack on him. Um, well, but I think baby. in the aggregate, yeah. uh, this baby, is not something you Trumpy. want to have to deal with when you're trying to win the presidency. Right, and I think that's the issue. If you could just say, look, it's it's Merrick Garland, or look, it, it it's just, you know, uh, uh, Georgia going after. No, I mean, it's coming from so many different directions. And Jonathan Lemire, it, it seems, uh, it, it, well, it's just quite something to see. A man who has gotten away with cutting corners, gotten away with lying, gotten, gotten away with cheating, gotten away with stiffing contractors, gotten away with constantly... Uh, thinking that he's above the law, that all of this seems to be coming together. And we've seen the slow build up over Trouble years, radio. but all of this seems to be coming together. And I've got to say, we went over the list yesterday. I can't figure out what Which, causes yeah. the most immediate threat to him. <laughs> Georgia certainly is a problem, as we said yesterday, uh -huh. because he's got the... The perfect phone call, the perfect phone call for yeah, prosecutors. Call. Uh, and then you look at the document case in Mar-a-Lago. It's very clear the guy lied through his yeah, teeth and obstructed, uh, an obstructed an investigation. That's a slam dunk for yeah. anybody. Anybody else would be in jail by yep. now. Uh, the Stormy sure. Daniels payoff money uh, a couple straight. of days before the election. Uh, that was funneled uh, through different channels. Uh, any ah. member of Congress would be in jail for that. I mean, we could go <laughs> down the list. And then you have the civil lawsuits. You have what's coming in New York State adding yeah. for the, on the civil side in this business. And, and now and now you have you these cases, which, again in New York. man, <laughs> you get a family member of a cop uh, who, who got the hell beaten out of him on, on Capitol Hill. On January the 6th, while Donald Trump was sitting in the Oval Office and people were begging Gloating. for him to stop the violence and he refused. And So you can see there, <laughs> like there's literally, like it, it's difficult for media, for commentators, for analysts to follow what's going on. But it's also difficult for Trump and his team. There's too many cases. The cases are very different. They're in different jurisdictions. He doesn't have a big enough team. Some of his lawyers are constantly shifting around. Some of them are leaving permanently. No Some of them are being replaced. Some of them are being downgraded or upgraded. It's a sign of a legal Only mess. And it's not the kind of stability and consistency you need to win very complicated cases. Remember, it's not just that Trump is facing a bunch of cases. Because I'm sure that before he entered politics, uh, you know, he, running a big company, you're always facing legal issues, right? Like, it's just, it's part of doing a multi-billion dollar business. But they're all related to, like, corporate stuff. Right, right now, Trump has, like, the same lawyers working on corporate stuff, constitutional stuff, criminal stuff civil stuff, some at the local level, some at the state level, some at the Supreme Court, at the appeals court level. All of these are very different things, and Trump's team is unready for it. And just as this happened, we're going to get to the Gene Carroll stuff, but the case was a very similar theme, which is that he is no longer immune to his words 
of as president being used in civil cases and that comes at a deeply devastating time for him and this correct connects directly to the gene carroll case the because in effect his remarks about carroll were also made during the presidency the point and have also in large away, part cuffs. lost immunity these two cases can't really be separated bill's dc circuit wherein it said the Good following no part of a president's official responsibilities includes the incitement of imminent private violence thereby squarely rejecting nah, Trump's claim nah. of absolute immunity for the lawsuits that are being brought by police officers Private and violence. members of Congress surrounding oh, January 6th. So what idiots. does this mean? Now that those plaintiffs, Charge those police officers, those members of Congress can sue the former president, move forward with the litigation over what happened during the insurrection. Get off the streets. Katie, this is a blockbuster and the decision could not be more important or come at a worse time for Donald Trump. Good. You're talking about someone who is looking forward to 2024 and trying <laughs> to, as you were just talking <laughs> about in your last segment, mount another challenge to Joe <laughs> Biden to be, to be president again. And now he voice. has to potentially deal with lawsuits from Capitol Police officers as well as Congress people who feel like he put them in danger with his rhetoric around yep. January 6th and what happened. Uh, it also makes the results of the January 6th uh, committee as well us. as the January 6th investigation from the DOJ paramount in terms of establishing liability when you're connecting what Donald Trump knew, what Donald Trump said and did not say to stop or to uh, enable violence on the Capitol on January 6th. So this is a big, big blow to Donald Trump and significant news because it opens the proverbial floodgates for lawsuits. Now, the downside to this is while there may be a significant political strain that comes from this and also the stain on reputation that does further damage to Donald Trump, I don't necessarily know that a victory in court is going to yield much money in terms of them being able to collect on whatever judgment they will ultimately be able to get. I'm not so much worried about the judgment, although I would love these plaintiffs to get money, right? I'm interested in the discovery process. Very quickly, I have less than a minute, Charles. With yeah, the fact that these lawsuits can move forward and Trump can have no immunity from these lawsuits at this point, tell me about what you, the discovery is going to look like. I mean, could we expect even more depositions of Donald Trump on a multiple basis? I think we could, Katie, and that would be huge. I think that not only would we expect depositions of Donald Trump, but we would see more depositions of Mark Meadows. We'd see more depositions of all of the key players around January 6th, including Rudy Giuliani and some others. And I think that we may end up getting some additional information out, in addition to a very fine-toothed comb review of everything that we've seen already from the January 6th investigation, as well as potentially something that we may get from the DOJ. So that really underlines how this is the, the biggest blow. The, these cases are awfully timed for Trump. The Carroll case and the Capitol Hill police officers and some Congress people and others suing Trump because they not only are going to cost them a ton of money, obviously, but it sets up a scenario where all of these cases are going to be happening as he runs towards president. The Gene Carroll case is, 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 he's just not crushed in it right now. But all of these cases are going to slow build throughout 2023 into 2024. And God forbid, even if he becomes president again, he won't have immunity in these civil cases because it's already been applied that he doesn't. Like, the reality, guys, is that this is going to be devastating for him. We have to get to what Jean Carroll just did, though, how she scored a massive victory. And it's actually less about what Carroll did and more about the desperate move of Trump. Because, again, remember, Donald Trump's biggest enemy in any case isn't the person across the aisle, isn't the person suing him or charging him or the person that he's suing or whatever. His biggest enemy 
is always his own words coming back to bite him. Yeah. And in this <laughs> case, Donald Trump has just admitted that he is his own worst witness and that his move, which was, is failing to try and hide evidence, shows Gene Carroll yeah, has yeah. scored a big yeah. victory in building a successful case. I just want to read you some reporting because it connects to one of the bombshell pieces of evidence that Trump is trying to hide but won't be allowed to. And it says here, according to the Daily Beast, in a legal memo to a federal judge on Friday, defense lawyers wrote that Trump's 2005 comments, when you're a star, they let you do it, you can do anything, grab them by the P word, are entirely distinct from any accusation that he, you know, did what he did to Carol. And it says the attorneys continued uh, by asserting that the tape does not share any unique characteristics to this case or demonstrate a modus operandi or pattern of misconduct. Here, the actions described on the tape bear little resemblance to the actions that allegedly took place in or around 1995. They also complain that Carroll's attorneys are trying to attempt to convert this trial into a referendum on Trump's character and distract the jury. He, he, guys, the Carol, Carol's just bopped him here. She has crushed him here because the fact that he even has to make this argument, which again will fail because he's made similar arguments like this before and they failed every time, is, is, is a sign that he's very weak. He knows he has to hide the tape because it makes him look guilty. It makes him look terrible. And it's directly relevant in my view. Donald Trump, what he did to Carol, I believe, but what he allegedly did, but what I feel he did to Carol um, in the 90s, was based on this idea, when you're a star, and Donald Trump was famous in 1995, and certainly saw himself as famous in 1995 as this, you know, billionaire guy, and all over the media, and all that, rich man, blah, blah, blah. When you're a star, they let you do it, you just go and do it, you grab them by the P word, right? Like, it's the same kind of entitlement to women that could create this scenario that's very similar to what happened with Gene Carroll. And I think it's obviously relevant to any legal case. Now, in and of itself, of course, it isn't proof. Like, if that's the only evidence you had, that wouldn't be proof. Just because he said something vile in 2005 doesn't mean he did something vile in 1995. But if you're setting up a pattern, especially in a civil case where it's not about proof beyond a reasonable doubt, but building, you know, probable cause, you know, preponderance of evidence, I think it's directly relevant. All this shows, guys, that Donald Trump is his own biggest enemy, his team is falling apart, and the fact that they're trying to hide one of the most famous quotes Donald Trump has ever made, for better or for worse, shows that they've already lost. <laughs> what a burn.
someone else says, I like a president that isn't fighting the courts to stay out of jail. Huh. That's a fucking serial rape for me. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack will make Trump a convict. <laughs> the officer who was being so madly is Michael Fanon. I just recently started reading his book. It's a tough read. Keep the tissues nearby. Nothing on Donald Trump like the words of Donald Trump. <laughs> All those who left a loved one, friend, or family member should get together and file a lawsuit for the deaths he caused through his stupidity and lying to the general public during the COVID pandemic. Take him to the cleaners once and for all. Yeah. And take away all his fucking... Seize all of Trump's assets and give him capital punishment for his crimes. Including treason and terrorism! Exclamation point and seize all his ill-gotten assets. Other comments to that. Agree, make him suffer monetary loss that he's crippled for life financially. He's caused multiple harm to multiple, multiple millions. Must pay for all his actions promptly. Even Dr. Burke said she thought if he had taken measures such as masking and social distancing and made them mandatory early on, that at least 40% of those that died would still be alive. action suit. That's what Magistats can do. Not to mention all the families he destroyed by going bankrupt six times, going out of business, getting sued for product. Used for his projects, losing their businesses through bankruptcy. Oops, not familiar with legal terms, excuse me. Agree. I just posted the same thing. The sicko also traveled around the country during the pandemic, spreading it like wildfire. Yeah. Super spreader rallies. How come um, I can't respond to these? Anyway. Um, Trump deserves what he gets, what he did to disgrace that poor woman, not just her, but many people putting himself ahead, just like a real narcissist would. Lock Trump up, yes. Absolutely adore this woman for going through everything to bring Trump down. Lock him up, he's pure evil. Yep. His losses are starting to equal his failures. 
<laughs> um, somebody responded to my Facebook thing. Let's see what hate I got. Now, Christian Democrats, uh, why did, why did I come here? Ronald Reagan's son warns Republicans against Kerry Lake. Arizona Democracy Watch. Michael Reagan, the son of former President Ronald Reagan, warned the GOP against supporting Kerry Lake. He gave a speech on, at the Ronald Reagan dinner on Friday. My father would be embarrassed for the Republican Party knowing that Kerry Lake is speaking at the Ronald Reagan dinner tonight. CPAC embarrassing. Pro like on the twenty fourth will be would be guaranteed win for Biden. Hmm. He wrote on Twitter on Friday night. I don't know. Lake was selected as speaker of the dinner this year. which took place as part of the Conservative Political Action Conference in Maryland. The keynote speaker was Glenn Beck. Ah! Gary's been a breath of fresh air into conservative politics. Fucking crazy cunt. Treasonous cunt. Keasonous trunt. She has an uncanny ability to tell it like it is, giving a voice to the silent majority in Arizona across the country. Oh my god. No, it's uh, the um, clamoring minority of people scared about losing their white privilege. Okay, then I like the diaper dawn. I don't know. Cops. 
Diaper. Diaper done. Scary lake. Scary Lake. Hashtag scary. Lake. Uh, Trump's. Do 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 do. Right. So, let's get back to the show. Hot on the trail. Have Trump going to jail. Thank you for a zillion followers. Weekend show. Brilliant exposes... Harvard professor Brilliant exposes the latest MAGA threats to democracy in the weekend show. Biden turns the tables on Pod Save America, new developments. Putin's late, latest move against Ukraine backfires after major miscalculation, politics girl. Um, Billy Carson Fractal Holographic Universe Lecture. Did Jesus kill his brother and have sex with his sister? <laughs> Caesar Borgia exposed by Billy Carson. Well, I'm just halfway through it. This is how you can make $514 every 14 days and all you need is Coinbase and this website right up here. So he is by mixing a lot of truth with a little bit of lies, sprinkling it right in there with some fabrication. <laughs> now you as a human being with a regular old standard IQ of about 80 can't even detect it. And then now you're thinking, oh, we outwitted this devil. We outwitted this dude. He's dumb. No. This guy is supposed to be had the highest IQ next to God. According to your book, his IQ was right up there with God's IQ. So his IQ was in the thousands, and your IQ was 80, and you're telling me you're following this book that says he's going to go into this lake of fire. Step by step to his own destruction is laid all out for him. He's just going to follow it. And you believe that? And your IQ is 80, and his IQ is over in the thousands. Come on now. Either you got to come to some uh, understanding that maybe this guy is, is IQ ain't in the thousands. Maybe this guy it doesn't even exist. Heaven and hell is a state of mind. Hell was added to the Bible by the Roman Catholic Church. Lake of Fire was added to the Bible in the 1600s, Roman Catholic Church. The uh, rapture was added to the Bible in 1835 by William James Darby. Okay, added to the Bible. Then later became, it was a cliff note originally, a suggestion that he came up with on his own. But when some pastors had saw how much power it had over the people, it later made it into the canonized text. And now you got people running around talking about 
the Lord is coming to rapture me and take me back on this cloud and all this crazy stuff. No, ma'am. No, sir. That's just fabrication, fabricated information that you didn't know about. Doesn't exist. Heaven is here and hell is here. They're both in the same location. And what is your job and mission on this earth, according to what I read in the Bible, from what I understand to be factual information? Your mission is to bring heaven to earth. Your mission is to create a divine outlook on what you think life is supposed to be and what it should look like and how people should love one another and how we should be all prosperous and how we can utilize our knowledge and wisdom and combine that with our technology and everything else that we've learned and love for animals and everything else and then how we can then project that consciously from a multi-dimensional platform of thought into a three-dimensional reality. That's what this is all about. That's what heaven is. And right now, until we figure it out, we're in hell. See, the, when they had the slave times and they came over with the biblical text and they kept telling you guys, you got to die to get to heaven. Meanwhile, the same people that were telling you, you got to die to get to heaven, they was creating their own heaven on earth by making you the slave <laughs> and living life the way that they wanted to. Your mission is to create heaven on earth. Stop going after all these fake deities. Stop chasing after Jesus. Stop chasing after all these names and all these images that you see. The, 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 when you finally wake up and realize that when you close your eyes and you hear a voice, people say, oh, God told me this and God told me that. I say to them, well, what, 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 what does he sound like? What, what is? Because you keep saying he. Well, what, is he, what does he sound like? Oh, he's got this voice and I just know this voice. Really? Okay, it's a man's voice? Yeah, it's a man's voice. It's a, he's, he's, our, he's our father. Really? A father. Okay. So you've given a gender to a deity. That's really interesting. That's a double compounded issue. Now, when you are hearing this voice, what is it, what is it telling you to do? It's telling me to do this. It's, telling, it's giving me information. What these people don't realize is the voice that they're hearing in their head is their own voice talking to their own self. When you reach a higher level of consciousness, that voice, it starts to change. It don't stay the same. When you start off in a religious mind, it sounds like some outside, deep, echoing, bellowing voice giving you commands. As you become more and more conscious, the voice morphs. And then the next thing you know, it's your own voice. And when you get to the point that you hear your own voice in your own head talking to you, because remember, you're not here. That's when you began to ascend to a higher level. That's the beginning of getting to the next level. That's the beginning. Because the brain does not create consciousness. I'm going to say that again. The brain does not create consciousness. It downloads consciousness. Your consciousness is streaming from a higher source and coming in here. And your body, your avatar body, is designed to encapsulate a specific, a particular frequency of that source. So you have a radio station in your neighborhood that has multiple stations, but it's only one location. But it's sending out 99.1, 99.2, 99.3, 99.4. Those point one dots, that's every single person that exists in the entire universe. Each one of us in the entire universe is a point dot whatever number. Coming from one source, slightly tuned different frequency. 
Your avatar body is designed to encapsulate a specific frequency. It picks it up. You animate the avatar body and you inhabit it for a temporal amount of time. Temporal meaning time, time-based. What we consider to be time in the third dimension. It's temporary. Once the avatar body is depleted, it releases that universal consciousness, that energy, that spiritual energy back up into source. And based on what happens there, you come back again, or you can send to higher dimensions, as Thoth talks about in the Emerald Tablets. It's based on how many lessons you have learned in different lifetimes, how much have you acquired, how much knowledge and wisdom have you acquired, and how not only have you acquired it, but how have you executed that knowledge and that wisdom? Have you acted on it? Because I can have all the knowledge and wisdom in the world. I'll give you an example. In Starting in 1977, I started researching aerospace technology because I saw something in my backyard that didn't make any sense to me. It didn't look like an airplane. And I, I, even as a kid, I knew that what I saw wasn't an airplane. I started looking in all the Encyclopedia Britannica, the original old-fashioned